What time is it? It's time to understand how important mental health is and like the things we tackle um when we talk about mental health and I think this podcast is more like us discussing our mental health and like how we are still trying to overcome it and how we look for a better future for us and everyone else that faces the struggles of same situations or uh, mental health problems that we have gone through and the things we have had to conquer in our own minds um so this one's really like um powerful to me and very strong and um i hope you guys can enjoy it in the concept of like knowing that um if you're listening to this right now that you are not alone that um i know life is so hard and like every day um feels like it, it why you know and uh I, I totally understand. I, I really do. Like, none, not, like, I can't understand your pain because you can only feel your own pain. But I understand what it's like um, to wonder what is life? What's the purpose? Why am I here? Why is this happening to me? Um, how to conquer these things? It's Every day I face it. And um, in this podcast, you, you, you'll hear Lulu state hers and how she had to come over hers and how, you know... Some things in life just didn't go the way we expected to, but we got through it, we conquered it, and um, we're still trying to conquer it. And honest to God, if you're listening to this, I hope you know you are not alone, and you will never be alone. I, th- there's, there's hotlines that can help us, which I will go ahead and tell you right now. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. You know, sometimes just talking about it um, helps a lot. And that's, like, one of the main reasons, like, this podcast has helped me through so much of my stuff. And um, just talking to people about something than nothing, just trying to get out into the world and do something, even if it's something small, like the small victories, I always say uh, go a long way. And I I truly believe in in a time like this that our nation is facing and time that our world is going through the things that we're going through. I think just like speaking out to somebody, anybody, is something better than nothing. And honest to God, like, if if you feel like you can't talk to anyone, I, I swear to you, there's someone there. And if there, if you feel like there's no, I'm here for you. I, I, I don't know your name. I don't know where you live at. I don't know your life. I don't know anything about you. But I, I swear to you, if you if you really want to talk to somebody, you go ahead and reach out to me. Um, you can check me out on my social call podcast website. I think my phone number is even on there, honestly. Like, my email is too. I don't care what it is. I'll be there for you because I know what it's like to have nobody there for you. And it sucks. And when you feel like you're lost and trapped in a, in a small, confined space, and it's just like the bottom of the pit, and you don't know how to get out, and you don't know how to crawl your way to the top, I know, I know that feeling of not feeling loved, wanted, 
feeling alone and lost from what is the world, nonetheless, what is the space that you live in. And um, I know it just sucks. It just fucking sucks. And that's why I'm saying to you, that's why I'm talking to you right now and telling you that, like, you got a friend in me. Even though we might not know each other, we might not even share the same zip code, nonetheless, same state. I'm here for you, and if you want to reach out to me, I'm here for all of it. Like, in general, is the fact that, like, in our general society, mental illness is something that is still, like, not truly discussed, nonetheless brought up, or, like, having resources for mm -hmm. mental health. Because, like, I feel like people that go to drugs have an intermental health problem. That's why they're going to drugs. Um, as also to like violence and other things like mm -hmm. our minds are like the most powerful things as humans that we have but they're the most dangerous because like just one thing in your life triggers a whole new life path you mm -hmm. know or triggers a new mentality or something you know and like when you mentioned like anger and hate like going back a little bit like in my early years like from my teen years after like high school into college a little bit to like my last year of being 24 years old there was a lot of that in my life a lot of anger and it was like anger because like I felt like I was always being controlled by somebody you know like parents you got to go to college you got to go to high school you got to go do this you got to go do that you get into college you got tests you got quizzes you got things you want to attend to you want to do things and then like you've been sheltered for so long like me personally mm -hmm. you know and I know you have like we were sheltered for so long from our parents then when we went out and saw the real world, we, I felt like I was portrayed. You know, like, you're supposed to trust your folks, right? But, like, I felt like I was portrayed because it's like, I walked out in the real world and everything that they had said and everything they had sheltered me from, I had experienced on my own. And then I was so angry. I was like, why did you tell me this sooner? Why did I have to learn this like this? Why could you have told right. me? Right. And then it's just like, you know, in those, like, from, like, 18 to, like, late 24 like it was just so much anger because then I was like I'm not where I want to be in life I'm going to off call constantly I'm like driving myself into these deep dark thoughts and like there was like no means to an end and then friendships and relationships were falling apart I was hurt like I was hurting everybody around me except facing my own fucking demons my own fucking problems and like I look back and I'm like those people that stood by me in those difficult times they some real fucking friends, honestly. Like, because I, like, I even told, like, you know, Dakota, my best friend. I was like, Dakota, like, I was a total fucking asshole, if not total fucking bitch, at my peak of my, like, early years and, like, during our friendship. And the fact that you were a better person, a better man, to be like, nah, bitch, we working this out together and, like, being there as a friend for me. That says a lot about your character and who you are as an individual and my character and, like, what I'm going at. And, like, for so long, for those years, I'm trying to fix every day, every time I do something. And, like, for example, I told you a couple weeks ago, like, I felt like time was moving, everything was moving, but I was standing still. Mm -hmm. It's like one of those catch frames in a film, you know? And as I'm standing there doing all that stuff, at one point in time, I'm trying to get out of this fuck place in my mind. Like, this fucked up place in my mind. And I do something to a co-worker. Unintentionally to hurt her. More like just, like, to get out of my head. To do something funny, you know? Mm -hmm. 
And then it ends up being that I realized when she says, she's like, why the fuck do you always have to go hurt somebody when you're hurting? And I'm like, why? Like, I asked myself that question. I'm like, she's so fucking right. Like, the fact that she called me out on my BS and then asked me that question, I realized I was going back to bad habits. Like, why do we do that? Like, why do why do our minds allow us to go back to dark places? Well, I think it's just um, different people cope differently. Like, you do that. Does it, in the moment, do you, like, feel better or no? You just feel worse about yourself and the fact of what you're doing? I don't feel anything. That's my thing. I just, for, like, two weeks straight, the past two weeks straight, I haven't felt anything. Like, you know, like, I used to get tattoos to get rid of pain. Mm -hmm. But, you know, since COVID happened, I haven't been getting one. Mm -hmm. And then I got, you know, mortgage to pay and stuff. So, like, tattoos had to be put on hold for, like, a couple years for me now. But tattoos were my escape. They were the moment in my life where, like, I wrote a chapter in a book Mm -hmm. and it tattooed on my body to remember that moment in my time. That's why tattoos to me are so meaningful and why I love tattoos and why I continue to get tattoos. Because they're a chapter in my life I try to remember and reflect on. So when I go back to bad habits, like I just did, I can look back and be like, what the fuck are you doing? You know? But I didn't have that moment. I think, like, going back to what I just said, like, just people cope differently. Like, I know the way that I cope with, like, when I'm in a bad spot, like, I just, I withdraw. I withdraw from everyone. And I don't. Because even when I was at my lowest, I was just trying to think of one positive. 
And that one positive, even though it was like one positive, I think it was like, it's not good enough, but it's something though. Mm-hmm. I ha- It's like, you know, you know I love the show Lucifer. Mm-hmm. And nobody understands why, but it's like literally like I relate to the main character as well as like the brother in that, Amenadiel. Because there was a point in the show where Amenadiel is like, small victory. And I never fucking understood what he meant. I'm like, this motherfucker, shut the fuck up. Like, you don't get it. But then I like, it helped me understand like small victories, like the small steps you take, the fact that you got up this morning, the fact that like, you know, you went to work even though you didn't want to, even though like you're working for something that you don't find a purpose in your life. You're working to pay a bill. You're working for something. You're still focusing on a goal or or, or a journey or uh, whatever it may be. You're focusing on that to get to somewhere else. And that's a small enough victory to get somewhere else in life. And I think we also got to give ourselves credit, like us and then everyone that's struggling with it. Like, with those small victories, like, it shows, like, people, like, as soon as they hear, oh, mental health, like, this person's struggling with depression, anxiety, etc., like, oh, like, the stigma is like, oh, they're weak-minded, they're this, like, oh, you need medication. We're going to go back to that because I got a story about this one dude that talked down about medication. But it's all it's always, like, frowned upon, you know? But in reality, we have to be strong-minded people and strong people in order to, like, like you said, like, okay, I need to look forward to something else. Like, I need to think positive. Like, even at your lowest point, you're still, like, there's hope. Like, I know I'm going to get better. With me, it's like, okay, like, I know that I'm feeling this, but I know in, like, two months, three months, like, that's literally what pushed me out of, like, this dark cloud, this dark hole that I was in not too long ago. Like, all, like, just me knowing, like, okay, in a month, like, I get to move to my new place. Like, in two months, it's not going to hurt as much. Like, it's just looking forward to that or like this morning I I woke up like this morning I enjoyed my shower like it's those little things that like we need to give ourselves credit for because we are strong people like even when we are mentally fucked up we're still showing up right for ourselves like and I think I think okay we have to we've got to play back a little bit like I think this podcast what gave me this one was like I was like I was falling into this place, but uh, you were kind of ready there, right? So, like, we're going to backtrack to, like, April. So, this might be a little touchy-hurty, but we have to get through it together. So, this mm-hmm. is what we're going to do. So, like, you went through a breakup, right? Mm-hmm. You Someone that you, um, you know, devoted so much of your time and effort and everything to, in a split second was all over. Just split second. Within a day. <laughs> if you want to say day, because I mean, like... Within hours. Let's, let's Like, split second is literally what I'm thinking of. Like, split second. Like, one minute. It's like the concept of, like, one day someone's here and the next day they're gone. Yeah, we'll except that. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that, too. But what I'm saying is, like, um, you know, um, that night you called me up after it all happened. And, well, like... While it was happening. While it was happening, Yes. And I've never, like, I've never dealt with a a breakup myself. And that's because, like, I'm the type of person that shields my heart away from anyone that's willing to be part of it. Like, anyone that's willing to 
um, commit to me and be somewhere with me, I, I push away because I know at the end, like, it might not turn out so well. And instead of me getting the heartbreak or me getting the hurt, I push that person away just to end what could be my misery later because that's how selfish I consider myself as. So I've never been in a relationship, but that night, um, you know, I just picked you up and we went for a night drive and like you was screaming on top of your lungs. Like there was this just like energy coming out of you that I've never felt before. Like this is speaking like, okay, it's, it wasn't like, it was my, it was not, like, it was your emotions. But I felt those emotions because somewhere deep pit of my stomach or like in my soul, I was just like, damn, like this is my really good friend and she's hurting so bad. And I can't, I, there's nothing I can say or do to other make her feel better or to change what's happening right now in her life. And I think that's what hurt me. And like that like energy, I was just like, damn, like true heartbreak is happening right in front of me. And like the whole time, even though it's happening, I'm just thinking to myself like, She's still stronger than I am because she was willing to allow herself to love so deeply, so passionately. And even though, like, it hurt her at the end so bad, I know, like, you know, I thought about it in the long run. Like, she'll be a stronger woman than before. She'll be able to love again. She'll have her issues, but she'll love again because, like, she was willing to show that love. And it just wasn't reciprocated back in the same way, you know? And, like, I don't know, that hurt that you felt, it just, like, hurt me because I couldn't help you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just, like, I've never felt, like, heartbreak. So when I when I seen you feel it, I was like, how do fucking people do it? You know? I know. Like, they some strong motherfuckers. I like, know. that's some strong motherfucking shit y'all got there in your soul. Like, that's, wow. Like, to come from that and then be better. Like, I get, like, you have your setbacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, what hurts me sometimes is, like, you know, like, I want to meet up or catch up with you or something. And I know you're not feeling it. And so I just, like, I'm, I'm okay with you saying, like, hey, I'm not in the mood and stuff. Because I understand you're dealing with your shit right mm-hmm. now. But, like, I think, like, something that, like, hurt me was, like, one day we were chilling at your place, and you were, like, yo, I'm going, I'm going backwards. I'm, like, hold the fuck up. I don't like the sound of that. Because I felt like you were progressing. You with your sister. Yeah, with my sister. Like, you were progressing, though, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had moved out of your place. You had finally found a job that you were looking forward to your nursing that you wanted to do. You were striving in your career. You were building a better future for yourself. And, like, you didn't give up. Because I remember when I first met you in college. The first time we met in college, you had gone and left because someone else broke your heart. But this time, even though they broke your heart, you still stayed in school. You still continued doing your... I took my finals when I was balling. A <laughs> hundred questions. I was crying, not because of the test, but because of what I was going through. But a bitch still got an A on that final. Flawless. <laughs> uh, no, but, like, it just shows, like, you know, the strength to overcome, like, these things, you know? Like, the darkest of days, you're still pushing through it. And, like, when you said, like, you were going back in time, I'm like, but you have so much more forward things going for you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you're going back to school. Yeah, I think you have one more semester, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're going back to school in the fall. You're still doing your nursing. You're working on your career. Like, 
you know, I wish I had that mind mentality myself in my 20s. Like, I imagine think, if I had your mind mentality. I think I would have been in a better place, too. I think, like, I mean, you did mention my first, or not my first heartbreak. Maybe you could call it my first heartbreak. But, like, now compared to, like, this recent heartbreak, like, I wouldn't even call that a heartbreak, you know. But, like, it did fuck me up, you know, because I was another person that, like, I really, like, I knew that it was just a cycle. Like, she was still gonna, like, be hurting me. But I still, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just hurt myself, which I usually do, as long as she's happy. You know, whenever she comes back, I'm gonna be there. And then when she just wasn't, you, you're right, like, I did drop out of school. Like, I was not in a good place at all. Like, I barely, I remember my mom would come up to my room and she'd be like, Lulu, like, all you do is sleep. Like, you don't even eat. Like, all you do is, like, at least go to work. But, you know, and it took me, like, I think, like, two, three weeks to tell them. Like, they'd be like, well, don't you have to go to school? Like, don't you have class? Don't you have this? Just like, I dropped out. You know, like, and it took me a while to, like, openly, um, like, tell my parents and even more to get their, their like, support when I was going through that heartbreak, whatever. But, I mean, you know, with time, everything healed, whatever, whatever. And then this one, I think I have learned from that one that I could get better. Like, I knew it was just hurting at the moment, but it hurt, like, so much. Like, with, it was so intense, like, in my heart that I remember when you picked me up that day, you were like, I was, I was bawling, I was, like, I was not obviously myself, and you were like, what are you feeling right now? And all I wanted, I'm like, Jasmine, shut the fuck up. Because you just, like, I feel like you felt how intense, like, all my emotions were, like, heightened at that, and you just wanted, like, an explanation, like, what, like, you know, like, what, what are you all feeling? And I'm just like, I'm hurt, like, it's like my insides, and it wasn't just like, obviously it wasn't physical, but like it, just the hurt was physical. Like you could just feel that shit deep down, and it's like, what the fuck, you know? But I feel like just me knowing in the back of my head, like I'm gonna get through this, like it's gonna be over, like eventually it's gonna hurt less, like each day it's gonna hurt less, and then back then in my first heartbreak or whatever like it took me a while to have my parents support but this one within like three four days I was telling my parents you know and my closest friends you and lady what had happened like you know and you guys were constantly there like every single day whenever I sent a message you guys would send one right back I went and I stayed with lady for like four days I talked to my parents like I had that constant support just because this was like such a a slap in the face. Yeah, a slap in the face. Oh, like, that's not even, like, describing even, like, a tenth of it, but whatever. Like, it's like your whole safety net just gets pulled from, un like, under you. That's, I don't know. Like, gravity had stopped, and yeah. the earth was falling into it's a black like, hole. It's just like, yep. But there were people, um, like, around me, like, real true friends that picked me up when my shit splattered on the fucking floor, ground, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And if it wasn't for the people, I, I'm always saying it, like, to people at work, I'm like, I would not be here if it wasn't for my parents, for Lady, Jasmina, Johnny, Steven, who's Lady's husband, and Samin. I'm like, those people, I wouldn't, like, each one of you played such a 
important role in me getting better, which is why, like, it's important to, like, reach out, you know, like, when you're not okay. Right. Because, like, a lot of times, like, that Latina thing, like, we, we're also very fucking prideful. Like, me asking for help, like, me at telling my parents what was going on, a bitch, you know, a bitch was hurt, you know? <laughs> and also, I think, though, what also gave me, like, the anger and courage to get through this, it's like, that heartbreak hurt my pride. Like, she hit me where it hurt me most. And that's my fucking pride. And it's like, really? You gonna do this to me? After I had already, like, questioned, like, like I said, like, I'm the type of person that, like, even if I'm not happy, like, if you're happy, okay, like, I'd rather do that. Even if I had already questioned the relationship I was in, but I still stayed, and that person didn't, it's like, so all this effort that I just did, I could have walked away two, three, four months ago. Right. And you didn't, you took all that shit for granted. It's like, it definitely hurt my pride, but at the same time, it's like, Look where I'm at now. Look where that person is right now. Like, I got my own place. I got my cats. Everything in my house, nobody could be like, oh, I gave her that or I bought her that. It's like, nope, that was all me. That was my hard work, sweat, tears, everything. Like, you know? I think I think also, like, I don't know, like, to uh, go back off a little bit. Like, for me, like, I watched a TED Talk one time. And it was just, like, sometimes people don't need you to say, like, I know what you're going through because you fucking don't. Like, your emotions are different than my emotions, and, like, the situation's different than my situation. So you can't say, I know what you're going through. But it's a simple fact of just, like, being there and letting them just spew it all out. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, like, that's one thing. Like, if we had more ability, ways of people knowing that it's okay if you're hurting and to reach out to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess, like, for me, I... A part of me is never so shy when it comes to that part of, like, expressing what I'm feeling to somebody else. Because it's just, like, I learned somewhere along the line, like, if you communicate, if you talk about it, it feels so much better on the long run. Because then, like, you can say that, like, hey, I tried. Hey, I worked it out. I tried to do it. I tried to fix the problem. I tried to see what it was. Like, I let it, I let it all out on the table. And you know what? It wasn't good enough, clearly. But you know what? I still did something for myself. I did mm-hmm. it for me because it's that Medea movie. Like, I'm going to go back to it, <laughs> but we need to watch. It's the Medea Goes to Jail movie. Medea Goes to Jail and, you know, Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. Love that woman. God bless her soul. But she plays a preacher in the movie, mm-hmm. in that movie. And she goes and she's telling the story about her life as the actress playing in there. And she's like, I was hurting my dad, I was hurting my mom, I was hurting everybody because I was hurting. And that still sticks with me because that's what I did. That's who I was. And then Medea steps in because this woman says something in this group chat thing in the in the place. And Medea's like, forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for you. And, like, that's, like, the hardest, like, pill to swallow for anyone. It's like, but they did that to me. And you can't control someone else's emotions or feelings. Like, that's the thing. Like, I think in the society, in general sense, as humans, we need to realize we can't control someone else's actions. And I think Rem said it the best. It's like, when you let somebody else dictate your feelings and emotions, they are your master. They mm-hmm. owe you because you're letting them control 
you. Mm-hmm. And you, no one should control you but you. You should have full, complete power of yourself. Yep. And that is so hard. Like, even till today, I, I struggle with that. Because there's still these, like, small little bubbles, small little things that keep popping up that keep controlling who I am and who I'm trying to be. Yeah. And it's so hard to break away from that. Because, like, you're out here trying to find a purpose for yourself. But here are these negative energies, negative things coming around, and they're controlling you. And it's, like, hard to break away from that. Yeah, and I think, um, like, going back to, like, April, like, what also, like, fucked with my head was, like, I let someone have that power. Like, I let someone affect me to the point where I was questioning my worth, my life, everything that I was doing. And, you know, also hurting my pride on top of that and it's like really I really let that so it was like all that I was like hold the fuck up like I know like it was it was mind over matter type shit like I know what I'm worth even if I'm questioning it right now like I know my potential like I know I have goals I know that I'm gonna go far in life like all that even if I was not believing it a hundred percent to the extent that I should be like that's what you know that hopeful into the future, like, I know I'm gonna get better, this is just what's going on right now, like, is this gonna matter in five years? No, because I'm gonna be in a better place, because I went through this, because I got through this, like, and that's what, when, later, fast forward to when I was like, oh, I feel like I'm, you know, going, going backwards, and this and that, it's like, you're gonna have those times where it's, I feel like I tried part of it like I tried just swallowing the heartbreak and I was like when I because that's usually what I try to do is just like reason with myself and it's like this ain't gonna matter you know like why am I stressing why am I crying why you know like this is fucking stupid like I need to just move on with my life but I think I just swallowed it and I didn't actually like heal like how I am like right now it's like I need to face it like head on you know and I don't know if I told, no, I don't think I told you, but I'm telling you right now. So there was something that you said that day when I said that I was going, that I felt like I was going backwards. You're like, Lulu, you're in April right now, and I need you to be right here, right now with me. It was July 4th. Was it? No, I were July 4th. It had to be the day right before July 4th, July 3rd. I don't know, but you were like, Lulu, you're in April right now, and I need you to be right here, right now with me. Because I was in dark and I told and I told lady I was like Jasmina like it was like a good slap to wake me up it's like the bitch was right like why why is my mind going back to April I'm like it's fucking July like right. look look at all the shit you know that 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 I've done like from then till now like why am I going back so that helped me a lot I told I told lady I told my mom I was like Jasmina said this and she preaching she's right but that touched me you don't know to what extent but that touched me fuck up and do a right. one minute stand <laughs> uh no i don't you know the thing is though like you were in a dark place in april and i just like was just like a part of me like gets like our minds are that capable of like pushing back or going so like it was this thing is like if you're thinking about the past you if you're depressed you're thinking about the past if you are um anxious you're thinking about the future mm-hmm. but if you're living in the moment right now you're at peace and I think, like, for me sometimes, I have to snap myself into that place, too, where I'm like, 
I almost spoke Bosnian because I'm like, sometimes I have to go Bosnian for myself because, like, Bosnians are so stern. They're like, Faradish, what are you doing? Like, yeah. get the fuck over it. Like, it's time. And it's just like, you are your own cheerleader. At the end of the day, you only have yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what they tell like, you, can ha- you have supportive friends. Yes, you will always have them. But at the end of the day, like, when they bury you, they're going to bury you by yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, you need that lifeline, that life support. You need those friends, those good connections, those good people in your life. But at the same time, you need to realize, like, what your demon is, and you need to face that head on. Which is another, just like, it's there and it won't let go. And it's just like, how do you keep pushing forward when you're so stuck? You know? You just gotta. Truck. And I think that's the thing, though, like, for mental illness in general, like, when people talk about it, it's like, when people, like, they're just weak or this and that, it's like, they're not weak, it's just hard life. It's a hard life for them currently, and, like, they're trying their best to get through something, but it's just not working yet, you know? But I also want to say, though, I truly want to say this, like, when you're, like, in a dark, dark place... Even when you're at the darkest, you have to try, though. Because I, it's like, if you keep yourself in that bubble, in that close, you're going to be in that dark place forever. But if you just try, just try, even a small victory, if you tell your mind that small vi- whatever it may be, that small thing, I swear it means so much. It really does. Because, like, I know what it's like to be in that dark place. I know it's hard to get out, but you have to try. Because if you don't try, how will you ever want to continue? You know what I'm saying? It's like that saying that says God helps those who help themselves. Like, all my friends help me, but it's not like they're the ones that got me out of that place. Like, you guys all had a part in helping me, but I had to decide, yo, like, I'm not going to let this affect me, consume me. Like, you got you to gotta put in your work, right? You know, people are going to give you a hand, you know, and I had all y'all's hands, but I needed to reach out for it. You know, right. like, you gotta, you gotta put in that effort, or, you know, and you just gotta, you just gotta keep moving, you gotta yes. keep pushing, like, you can't, like, okay, it's been a bad two weeks, but it's like, you gotta find those things that you're hopeful for, goals that you need to work towards, like, and just know that this storm is gonna fucking pass. And that's a wrap on today's social call. Thank you guys for tuning in today. If you'd like to know more about us, You can check us out on our website at www.socialcallpodcast.com. You can also stream us through iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And for all your social media needs, check us out at Social Call Pod.